So, Anaya. Yes. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic <laughs> on this amazing Sunday. It's cold. It is cold. Oh, well, I'm, I'm kind of like warm now. Maybe it's <laughs> <Me> because <too. laughs> it was freezing because like it's been so nice in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The weather's been amazing. Yep. And then like the past week, I feel like every morning it it's gets a little cold. bit colder. Each day. Every single yesterday day. yesterday was like the first time I was like in actual like shock. I was like, what is going on? But I don't think it was just us either because like I have friends on like Facebook and stuff mm-hmm. and they're like in Jersey or like really? in California. And they're like, they're noticing like a change. There's right a little now. bit of change. Yeah. Today I woke up. Actually, I woke up a little bit late. June was letting me sleep. So I woke up at like 10, 1030. And uh, I went outside and it was so freezing. I'm like, man, this is so different. (laughs) Gosh. Okay. So, Anaya. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Finding Faith Podcast. Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of like to start out just by like having... Um, you like just tell me about yourself and like um like what do you do right now um and like what's your story? So I'm just leave it open ended right now. Well, right now mm-hmm. I'm currently a leasing agent. I'm mm-hmm. back on the civilian sector. Okay. Um, it is new for me just because I was in the military for like the past five years before, and now it's about to be one year since I've been out the military. Really? And I still feel like I'm in like shock. Um, like so I'm still like getting used to everything. Mm-hmm. But um. A background. So in 2018 is when I officially joined the military. Really? But I started uh, kind of in 2017. It was pretty much like, um, they call it DEP. So it's kind of like when you're almost like in a waiting status to actually go into the military. Mm-hmm. So I actually graduated high school in 2017. And then I decided I'm going to like kind of take a year off and then join the military like in 2018. Wait, so did you know that you were... Did you know that you were going to join the military eventually? Or were you like, I don't really know what I'm so going to do yet? My mom bought the idea to me in like 2015. Really? And I was like, absolutely not. I cannot see myself doing that. Like, no. Because I, I didn't fully want to go to like college yet. So I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up like wanting to do so many different things. Like, But psychology had always been like at the top of like my list. And then in 2016, I started like really like contemplating like maybe I should like join the military because I'm not ready to like join college yet because everyone was like getting their uh scholarships ready or yeah. um I can't think of what it's called right now but they were like getting everything ready and I'm like I don't know what I want to do so I'm just like a sitting duck yeah and then 2017 I was like okay I, I think I'm gonna do it and then I started studying for the ASVAB and then took what's the, the ASVAB? ASVAB it's pretty much like a test like um like a written test so that you can know your score and what what jobs you can get in the military mm. so yeah I had to do like a lot of studying with that and i actually have like test anxiety so it was like really really hard for me because i'm like oh my god like i'm freaking out like i'm second guessing answers because i've always been like really smart in school and stuff like that and got really good grades yeah but i always second guess and that was something that my teachers always used to tell my mom i I remember like it was it was like if if you feel really confident about an answer in the beginning like 70 percent of the time it's the right answer and then if you if you like start thinking like that it might be a different one or whatever only like less than 30% or whatever it is. It's actually like, the, the wrong you're, yeah, you're figuring it out or whatever. Yeah. So you always go with the first one. You always go with your gut most of the time. Cause statistically that's a hard word mm-hmm. to say. Um, it's, it's like the right one. So going back to the ASVAB really quick, mm-hmm. is it like a, is it like a personality thing or is it more like an AC? Remember like taking the ACT or the it SAT? Like it's like that. Yes. Okay. 
Okay. So like they have like mechanical, um, of course, like they have like the typical like reading and like being able to comprehend and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like four different aspects. I can't remember all the aspects right now. No, you're um, good. Because I took it so long ago. <laughs> but um, so yeah, it is those four different aspects. And then depending on like what you scored in like each category depends on like what job you can get in the military. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, so you, you took it, did you get into what you were looking for? Did you not get into what you were looking for? How did that roll? So I did, I chose, so I was a personnelist, so I chose that. And basically what a personnelist, personnelist is, it's like admin work. So like think mm. of anything paper related, people's orders, um, ID cards, just think of like things that's like behind the scenes that no one like really like sees. Yeah. I didn't really want to do anything else in the military. I kind of wanted something I don't want to say simple, yeah. but like in a sense, like simple. So I can like really figure out what I actually wanted to do. Do they pay for your college or how mm -hmm. did that work? Okay. And did you like, I, I don't know. So like, was there like a specific military school or did you go to like any college that you wanted so, or how did that work? Okay. So the, my story is because I really am all over the place sometimes. Yeah. Um, so you can choose any school that you want. Um, just have to make sure that, um, so, okay, I'll explain like that because it's not really any school that you want. Mm. They do have like a list of schools, but majority of the schools that they have, like everybody goes to. So like it's probably like once in like a blue moon that is something that you actually want that you can't get if that makes sense. So um, how can I think, how can I explain this? Um, so like say like you want to go to like this non, this school that's not like, known like mm -hmm. you can't choose that school because it's not like on the list got it so but, there's x amount of schools that are actually on the list are they correct and probably the bigger ones or, or the more well-known ones exactly okay and then um for me i actually started going to like the university of maryland like yeah. online um because like you can't like do full time because you're like you're in the military like i was active duty now if you're a reserve or something like that like you could do school full-time but i couldn't do full-time because i was active duty explain active duty um, so active duty because, like like you're explaining to Tyler because yes. i'm the teller right now <laughs> <laughs> so um reserve i was actually going to go reserve so reserve is almost like part-time military got it so like you only go to base like i think it's like twice out of the month or something like that where active duty is literally like well at least for mine i'll just say a typical like nine to five or whatever the case is okay like for my job specifically like we literally work monday through friday um, and that was it. Like we were off on, on the weekends. That's also why I chose personnel because it was just kind of like you have a set schedule. It's mm -hmm. never going to change mm -hmm. unless something like cri critical or like crucial happens like on base. Um, so that's why I chose personnel. But for schooling purposes, going back to that, because I'm going to forget. Yeah. Um, so I was at I went to the University of Maryland. Maryland. And then because um, I no longer want to do my psychology um, degree anymore, because originally I wanted to be a criminal profiler. Mm hmm. Um, I did end up switching to AMU, which AMU is American Military University. Oh, okay. So they also do have like their own like branch of like training. But even with that, I think the civilian side of it, it is the same school, but it's called like American Public School System or something like that. So they do have like, I guess like two in one, if that makes sense. Got it. When you switched your major, mm -hmm. did... Was the military cool with it? Did they give mm -hmm. me any pushback so or anything like you that? Get, you actually have three times. You can change your degree three times. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I can't speak for other branches. I was in the Air Force, by the way, because I don't think I I, I was going to ask you. I'm like, Army, but, um, man. <laughs> I was in the Air Force, so. That's where my uncles were. They are kind of more, I guess you can say, lenient. I can't even say the word. Lenient? Yes. That one. <laughs> that was my word that I always stumble over. So I can't um, say statistics. 
Dick. There we go. Okay, cool. I did it. But um, so yeah, so um, I'm sorry. What was your question? I'm back. Um, switching majors. You can do it yes. three times. So you can change it up to three times. After that, like you cannot change it anymore because they're not going to continue to pay for it. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. That's that's actually super cool of them to actually let you do it that many times. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so you do that. Oh, another question I was going to have with personnel. Mm-hmm. Was there still like, do you have to do like any type of training or anything like that? Or do you have to do any, like, so, yes. how that works? So you do, ha- in the military, you do have to go through uh, tech school, which is literally like, so you go through boot camp. For Air Force, boot camp is like two and a half months. Okay. And then from there, depending on Did you have to your, run? Yes. Ooh. I hate running. Oh, me too. I will never run again. I'm trying to run right now. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I hate running. Uh, we'll get back to that later. Yeah, we That's can get back story. to that. Okay, cool. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Dang, what was the question? Question was training. You mentioned (laughs) boot camp. So then after uh, boot camp, then we go into tech school, depending on your job. So depending on your job depends on how long that tech school is. Mm. And the technical school is like teaching you how to do your specific job. Um, So my tech school, I think it was like a month and a half. So it really wasn't anything extensive. After that, I went to active duty military and went to my first base, which is in Oklahoma. Whoa. And I pretty much was in Oklahoma the whole entire time I was in the military. Really? Yes. Did you like it? (laughs) Oklahoma? Yeah. No. Oh, how long were you there? Uh, four and a half years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. Before I ask my next question. Yes. Because I I wanted. You know what? Actually, let's talk about it. Okay. So, <laughs> you believe in God? Yes. That's the reason why you're here. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why we're talking about this right now. Okay. So, before we get into a backtrack mm-hmm. of like how that started, how was your faith when you were in Oklahoma? So I feel like this is when my faith got stronger. Really? Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad I asked this. Let's go. Um, so when I was in the military, I kind of, okay, let's go back even further. Let's rewind. So when it comes to like my faith and stuff like that, mm-hmm. how I grew up and how I was raised, my family pretty much gave like religious freedom, almost in a sense. Like we were like Christian, like the baseline, everything was like Christian. Right. Um, Like my grandma grew up like Baptist, like so we had the background of it but when it came to like us in the household and like going to church every sunday like that wasn't like a typical thing like yeah when it came to holidays and stuff like that like we made it active that like god is a part of our lives and okay. stuff like that but we weren't like super hardcore if that if that, makes that sense. Ma- yeah i know what you're saying um so and this is also like kind of like weird to say but by me like having the relationship my personal relationship with god actually like made my family want to have a closer relationship with god too you were like to others yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so, like, when I joined the military, I kind of was at a crossroads. I did dibble and dabble in things I probably shouldn't have because I was still, like, trying to, like, find my way. Yeah. Um, and then, because how did it start? It started when, I think it was, like, it was in, like, 2017 when I was a senior in high school. Okay. And I got introduced to, a, um, what was it called, a psychic. Okay. And so I had became, like, really, really invested in that because i didn't really know yeah um what i was getting myself into right. and what i would say about this for people who don't really know about psychics they give half truth anything that's a half truth is a lie and that's what the devil likes to do to try to get you if that makes sense it does make sense um because us as human beings like we're always inquiring about stuff like we always try to like understand this and want to know this and that and the devil plays on that a lot so like that's why it the Bible is very specific about not playing with that stuff because that's how the devil tricks you. So getting back to that. Um, so in the military, I was still like kind of dibble dabble mm-hmm. playing in that and trying to 
you know, figure things out. But I had hit during, a very during this time. Mm-hmm. So when when you're kind of like messing around with this, still like was would you say like the the main foundation was still like you believe in God? You're mm-hmm. also just trying to figure. Okay, cool. exactly. Okay, it wasn't like God ever left. It's it. just I was trying to mix God and things that He should not have been mixed in. Yes. Um, so I was in like a very like deep state of depression because this is the first time I'm away from my family. Like mm-hmm. I've been around my family my entire life. And now I'm in this unknown territory in Oklahoma, <laughs> don't have a car, don't know anyone. And I'm starting my military career. And I just went into like a deep depression. And then like around February, so I got to the base in October. So then in February of that, that year mm-hmm. is when I was like, something has to give like this, like, I don't know what like where what am I supposed to be doing like where am I where am I going so um after that um like I said I was still dibbling dabbling stuff and then I had a awakening about something like I had um a dream mm-hmm. and it kind of like sparked like I don't want to get into specifics of the dream because yeah. that part is private but yeah. it was something that really scared me I'll put it like that okay um and once I like got through the whole phase of like not messing with that stuff anymore. Was and it the dream that got you out of the phase or what made mm-hmm. you? Okay. Cause I was like scared of like the stuff that I was seeing. Got it. Um, so once I got out of all of that, I started really, really taking my relationship with God like seriously. And it was weird because moving, moving up a little bit past um, when I initially um, like got into the military, like two years, mm-hmm. I had really decided to, take it really really seriously so i start cutting out certain things like Mm -hmm. i wasn't like going out with friends and a lot of my friends were like looking at me like strangely because i had you know changed my life for like the better Mm -hmm. although i was still trying to figure out that balance because i feel like sometimes when people are entering like their spirituality or like trying to get close with god sometimes they'll bounce from one extreme to the next extreme instead of trying to find that balance and understanding that Life is not supposed to be perfect. You're not supposed to be perfect, but you're also not supposed to give yourselves too many excuses, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, like, don't don't take God's forgiveness for granted. That's exactly. what you're saying. Yeah, yes. yeah. And so during that time when I was getting really, really focused on God, like, I had cut out a lot of different things. Like, I wasn't watching certain things. I wasn't participating in certain things. And even my family, they, they started becoming concerned because they're like, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like where is this like all coming from and i'm like i just have to tap in like i can't explain to you guys my journey and my path right now and the dreams that i'm having because that's how god communicates to me a lot is through dreams and that's how i get my messages Mm -hmm. um whereas when i was dibbling dabbling with psychics they again give half truths and they actually see when people when people have like um a strong and caller or caller a strong calling on their life yeah so they'll try to um, I guess like put themselves more into your life or try to like make you think a certain type of way because you don't know yet mm. because the devil plays on your ignorance. When you don't know something, he loves that because now he can like really. It's an opening. Exactly. He can it's persuade. A, it's a, exactly. It's an opening. Um. All right. I know you want to go into the specifics with the stream. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about you. You have this and, and that kind of like started like changing your perspective. Was it in this particular dream where kind of like made everything start going on was it do you think it was god sending the message to you or and that's what made you want to do it or or do you think it was like the devil trying to get into you more during this dream and you were like 
I don't want to go this way, so, so I'm going to go the other way. It's funny Does that, that you make say sense? that. Is because so again, I don't want to get in no. super specifics yep. of this dream because like again, certain things are just private. Yes. But what I will say in the beginning of this dream, I'll tell you this much: it was. It's going to sound so weird to a lot of people because again, God has speaks to people in different ways. Mm-hmm. But for me, in the beginning part of this dream, it was like I was. How can I explain this? I was almost put in this dream like almost as a spy to see a certain part if okay. that makes sense to see like the kingdom of darkness i'll just label got it, it as got that. it got it got it and so in this dream i actually had some type of like weird earpiece in my ear and i literally heard like jesus giving me directions because i was so scared in a dream i didn't know where to like go and i almost had like an earpiece and like to like get away from like whatever i was running from and like in the dream mm-hmm. telling me to go left go right go left go right and at the end of that dream, like I did escape. I did end up getting to like the good side. Okay. Um, so I was just, that's just like a little overview, a little snippet. All right. I, I think, I, have, I think that answers my question. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like it was almost like God or it, it might've been like God was, he understood that you were, you were maybe going down or at least engaging in a certain path. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want you to engage in that path. Exactly. And I want you to go the other way. Exactly. That's beautiful. And that's exactly how how it turned out but he in that dream too um a lot of things was exposed to me Mm. like to understand like how the devil works yep so i'll also say that there's this one book i'm reading and i need to finish reading it so in my bible studies someone recommended the screw tape letters Mm -hmm. screw tape letters is literally a book um and it's like deem like a demon writing to another demon it's an uncle writing to like his his nephew or whatever Mm -hmm. and Basically, it's explaining how like demons have like if there's angels, there's there's demons, right? Mm-hmm. And and these demons like are are attached to a certain person, mm-hmm. and they're doing everything they possibly can to distract the person and have them engage in things that are going to bring them away from God or whatever. Psychic. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, like listening to you and like how once again how we can do these things that oh we we still believe in God but we're we're doing these things that are going to push us away and mm-hmm. going to distract us and, and and lead us away from what is the most important. Exactly. Um, it, it's so eye opening because it makes you realize. And then I started like consciously like noticing it. Mm-hmm. Like distraction is distraction is like the biggest enemy. I feel like because it is. even if, even if you say you, you believe in something, even if you say you want to proceed something like all it takes sometimes is like one little thing to draw you away or whatever. And next thing you know, it's like a snowball effect and exactly. you, it just keeps on building it and not necessarily in the best way. It's in, it's in a bad way sometimes too. And conviction can really like grab you. That's how you know that like you're not supposed to be like doing this thing. Um, but yeah, it definitely is a snowball effect. Like it's, it's just one little small thing. It's all opening. it takes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how it was with like the psychic, like, you know, um, just to talk about that like briefly because I, d- I hate giving them like too much um, yeah, power or time, yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah but she would make me feel like I had all this power and all this control over mm. my destiny and so with that I'm like okay like if I do this then I can't do this if I do like she'll have you like go crazy almost yeah. because like she'll give you a list of like oh this can happen if you do this this and that and it's like there's no formula mm-hmm. and she was trying to give a formula that wasn't correct you know you know what's crazy too is like searching for power like for me my my thing that almost hit me, that did make me hit, hit rock bottom i can't talk right now cheese is um control 
Mm-hmm. And when I felt like I couldn't control things, like that scared me. And it, it definitely brought like a bad time in my life. But leading to like how you were saying with power and like searching for power and having all the control, having all the power, like dropping that desire mm-hmm. and giving all glory and all power to God is crazy because that's actually like what makes you the most powerful and it's what brings out the best in you. So and oh, speaking yeah, you, of go that, for it. <laughs> um, that's actually what gave me the power to leave the military. So mm. just to bring that back in the mix, yeah. um, I was like getting to the point where so originally i signed a six-year contract with the military got it i didn't didn't know there were contracts okay you have to do either four or six okay um so i signed for six and i didn't finish the six so i was supposed to technically get out in 2024 Mm -hmm. but i got out a little bit earlier and i remember god gave me three options because god does give you options but you still have a choice to make and you know one was you know stay in and you know finish out your contract and you know You'll just be able, you'll just be postponing for what I'm actually calling you to do. Two, you can do this 20 years in the military if you want to, but your creativity is going to continue to be, you know, stifled mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Or you can trust me and take this leap of faith. And I was so scared because yep. I am someone who still struggles with control issues. Like, yeah. I feel like I have to know everything from A through Z. And when you're following God, you cannot do that because he controls all things and so when i took that leap i'm like i don't have any money i don't like i was it was so much going on and that's a whole like subject in itself but once i did that like i feel so much more free being out of the military than when i was in i think i know where this is going Mm -hmm. um (laughs) So let's talk about it. You have a really dope shirt on. You want to talk about that yes. really quick? So what does that say? Kingdom vibes? Explain yes. that. So um, when I got out the military, well, before I was still in the military, I did start my own clothing brand and it's called The Soul of Nye. Wait, it was when you're in the military still? Mm-hmm. It's called The Soul of Nye. So my name's Anaya, mm-hmm. but I go by Nye and a lot of people, you know, think that the NY stands for New York and I'm like, no, that's not it. And so how I got the name my mom actually pointed it out to me. Um, I think I'm good. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I had a coughing attack. Uh, Celsius got the best of me. That's why I'm switching back to um, um, Alani Inu. Keep going. Okay. So, Soul of Nye. Yes. So, originally, I was thinking the spirit of Nye, but then mm. God was like, no, because I control all, you know, all things, and I'm there's only one spirit, Holy Spirit. So, then that's when I changed. I said, okay, but everybody has a story. Like, I think about, I thought about the Bible. You know, how you have the book of Job. You have all these different books and stuff like that. So, that's kind of how I came up with the name, The Soul of Nye, because I feel like my story also has a purpose Mm. to help other people. And then later on, my mom exposed to me. She was like, do you know what it abbreviates for? And I'm like, no. She was like, write it out. Just write out the word the and then abbreviate soul of nigh and together it created the sun and so when i tell you i'm about to get like emotional now but like when i noticed that like i literally like flipped out like i was like oh my god like god is really using me like i was like so so excited and i'm just like like how am i gonna do this because like i don't want people to think that like i'm making this clothing brand like you know, just out of like my own, like, you know, will and stuff like that. And, you know, 
God assured me that no, like, you know, just like I, you know, use Jesus and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like I want your personality to be, you know, collided with mine. Yeah. And that's how I came up with like the name and like my clothing brand, my clothing brand, like, you know, I understand that everybody is not a Christian, but this is a Christian based clothing brand. Mm. And so even with that, like I just try to more so make my clothing brand um, more of a positive like light for people. Yeah. And so I started my clothing brand or I got the idea for again. This was in 2020. This is like when I had like my grand grand awakening. And then in 2021, I made it official and then I started selling in 2022. Were you... So I tried to do the whole heat press situation because, yeah. all right, let's, let's explain this really quick. So you, you get your, your blank shirts, your blank coaties, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you want to do. And you're the one that is, you're cutting out the vinyl in order to press it onto the t-shirt or whatever it is that you want to press it onto. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes, it's, it's not as easy as, oh, I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to put it down. I'm just going to press it. Everything's exactly. going to be perfect. No timeout yeah, that's easy. not true whatsoever because one you gotta get the temperature right two you gotta get the pressure right three you gotta be able to line it up correctly exactly and i know this because every time i try to press down it always be a little bit crooked, crooked. it is yeah. not it easy is. um so you have to invest a lot of time and money into it you got it and it does take practice is it something kind of kind of natural to you was there a situation where it's like why is this not sticking on like what happened so you decide you want to so, do this you get yeah. the idea what goes from there? Was it frustrating? Did you want to quit sometimes? What happened? I don't know. I was actually like really like excited, honestly. Yeah. And it kind of did come naturally just a tiny bit, not fully. But, you know, of course, I was like, dang, I have to research how to do this. I have to research to do that. But like, I felt like it was like worth it. Right. Right now, I'll be honest. I am a little bit frustrated with my clothing brand at the moment because I don't think I'm exposing it as much. Yeah. And it's because of like, like my current work position right now. Right, right. So I feel like I have to kind of like put my stuff like on the back burner. Yeah. But for the most part, it kind of did. And just to go back just a tiny bit. Yeah. I've always had like a thing for fashion since I was like younger. Okay. And so that's why this is also like near and dear to me because I'm like, I didn't know that something that I like enjoyed when I was like a little girl would actually like turn into this because it, of course it's still like the beginning stages. Like I'm not like right. all the way up there or anything. No. But the fact that I could take something from when I was a child and like make something out of it, like now as an adult is like mind blowing because I actually started making clothing or clothes when I was like 13. Okay. But I never really took it seriously because I'm like, oh, like whatever. It's a little hobby thing that I kind of find fun. Exactly. And so also just a mini story too on why I ended up switching my degree from psychology. So remember I said that I used to want to be a criminal profiler. Yeah. So with that, God had also broke down and took that desire out of my heart because basically what criminal profilers do, they sit down and they talk to serial killers. And as you know, people that are almost in a sense demented and, you know, do crimes such as those, Mm -hmm. there's demons operating within them. Got it. And God was like, why would you want to sit around talking to demons all day? Be associated with that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's you know? And so that desire actually left me like, you know, psychology, I'm very, I'm like a big advocate for mental health and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so psychology is still like, I have a desire for that, but as far as that, that career path, like it left me. And so now I'm more on like the entrepreneurial side, which that's what I changed my degree to. 
Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Did you did you get that degree or are you working I'm on that right st- now? I'm still. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I took a little hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> to figure everything out. No, that's yeah. good. That's good. All right, but going back into mm-hmm. how hard it is to do this stuff. Can you explain that process? Because I'm curious as someone who tried doing that and it just wasn't working for me and I couldn't put it together the way that I thought I could. Yeah. Um, how did that process go? So you you decide, you have the desire, you start working towards it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just really curious like how that story went. So I just started Googling stuff on like how, you know, set the heat press up and, and all this stuff. Like I did a lot of research before, like I actually bought all of this stuff, mm. but like I had went to set up like my business account, business credit cards. Like I had to get all that because I know this stuff takes a lot of money, which even right now I'm thinking about like revamping like certain stuff because with like the heat press and like, you know, the vinyl cutter and all that stuff, it does take a lot of time and effort and it actually slows down a lot of like processes that can be done quicker Mm. and so for me sometimes it can be frustrating because i'm like oh my god like i want to do all these intricate designs and do this and do that but it's only so much that specific machine can do right but at the same time you also need money to buy get those things yeah yeah um definitely when you made your first shirt what was it like, what was your first official shirt and what was that feeling like? Yes, I love this question. Um, so <laughs> my first shirt is actually one that says progression over perfection. Okay. And it has like a crown in the middle of it. And then like on the front of it, it says this rose has thorns. So I combined two ideas at one because, you know, people, when they see the rose, they say, oh, it's so pretty. It's whatever the case is. But you also have to watch out for the, like the thorns. Mm. And then the back of the shirt says progression over perfection. And again, you know, we think that we're supposed to be like this perfect, you know, human being. In reality, progression is better than perfection because that means you're you're trying to climb up. So when I printed that shirt, I was like, oh, my God, like this looks so good. Like, I think I can continue to do this. Like, I was like really excited. But I think the downside of that, too, is because I do battle with perfection. Mm. I didn't sell that shirt as much as I wanted to. And I was like upset about it because I'm like, this is something, this is one, the first design I ever did. And two, like it has a very strong meaning behind it. So like, why isn't it getting the attention that I feel like it deserves? One thing that came, and this is a complete 180 in the story. Mm-hmm. One thing that came up during um, when like one of my men's Bible studies was like prayer and it's one of those things that I think some people like don't necessarily understand. Like people always say, I'll say a prayer for you or I'll I'll do this. I'll do that. But like, I think the power of prayer is so strong because I feel like when you have conviction in what you are saying Mm -hmm. and like you ask God to, to do something or to sway one thing, one way or another, like miracles could happen or or things become a lot more clear. Um, that might necessarily have been as clear as they were before. And I'm kind of curious on, on your take on that. And, and, what like prayers done in your life. I don't know why I'm asking this, but like, <laughs> it's just something that I just thought of. And I feel like I want to get your opinion on it. So I definitely feel like prayer moves mountains. There's going to be times where, so I seen this one, this one quote that like always plays in my mind all the time now, because um, just like hardships and stuff that has like happened in my life or mm-hmm. currently going on is they say like, when you don't feel like praying, that means that something's stopping you from praying so you might as well just keep trying to pray, like even if it's hard. And I feel like when you do that, 
you almost send like darts to the kingdom of darkness. I always say kingdom of darkness because I think a misconception that people have is that it's just the devil when it's more than There's one way more. entity out here There's way more. trying to like destroy you. And so I feel like, so I'm very big on spiritual warfare. Yeah. So me, like that's partially why I came out with this design kingdom vibes. And so I feel like when you send prayers or you pray for people, that's when the enemy tries to try you the most. And at the same time, how can I put this? Because it's going to, I don't want to say it's going to sound bad, but it's almost kind of like not everybody is cut from the same cloth. So some people, they may be like, oh, if I continue to pray, that means the devil's going to attack attack me more. That is true. The mm-hmm. devil is definitely going to try to attack you more. Mm-hmm. Or you can be someone that's going to be like, okay, I'm going to get attacked more, but I see the greater good coming from this. So I'm going to do it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And so sometimes I found myself on both sides of the track, which is why I can speak or say what I just said. No, I like that. And now to go into that a little bit more, you mentioned um, the time that you felt like you were making the decision, like I'm going to go towards God. Like I'm going to kind of stay away from these things that I know are not God's will. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to kind of make that full commitment to him. So my question is, so I believe in what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the devil, when, when someone goes a certain way, it's like when they're going to start getting their attack faith test. More. Yeah. Their mm-hmm. faith tested the most and, and attack the most. Um, so now I'm curious when, when that decision from you happened that you're going to stay away from the, the psychic stuff and go more towards God and lean onto him more versus mm-hmm. trying to get all the power and all the control on your end. Was there any type of, um was there any type of um what's the word pushback from like satan was there any type of like was your faith tested after that um like how what happened a lot of it was honestly so when i really got super serious um i had just turned 21 okay so oh there you go (laughs) there was a lot of things i just couldn't you know participate in and so okay this is what i also like to explain i actually have a video like going into detail about this on my channel nice and what's your channel (laughs) the soul of nine perfect on instagram (laughs) no it's on youtube YouTube? there you go it's on instagram um but anyways we'll get back to that later so um (laughs) so when i was like uh 21 and stuff like that like i had to you know remove myself for um from certain things but what i will say is the it's weird because the military actually gave me kind of like a blueprint when it comes to like your spiritual journey with god so remember i was explaining how at first like you go into basic training and then you go to tech school and then you go to um operational air force or a military and so with that i feel like when you're really getting started out with god you go into almost intense training because in Mm. in the boot camp we couldn't have our phones we couldn't eat certain things. We couldn't do certain things. So it was like really, really strict because you have to kill the flesh first. And so that's what we were doing, intense training. Tech school, it's still training, but it's not as intense, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you still can't do certain things or you still have to be here at a certain time or whatever the case is, but it's not like boot camp. It's a little bit more, here comes that word again, I can't say. Um, it comes like more like leniency. Yeah. It's more lenient. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then you have operational. It's like 
God is not going to constantly try to reteach you something that you already know. Yep. Like you already know you have to come to work at this certain time that you can't do this. You can't do that. So God kind of almost in a sense gives you that choice that you know now from good from evil or evil from good. Like, you know, the difference now. Yep. So I'm not going to sit over here and hold your hand. You know what you're supposed to be doing. And so that's kind of almost in a sense how I, I live my life. Like life is about boundaries. You know, when to back out from something, you know, when too much, when it's too much, like, you know, these things. And that's kind of how I live my life. Cause again, people can go from one extreme to the next extreme mm -hmm. when life is about balance. So going to your faith being tested after that, mm -hmm. was there anything in particular? Because everything you're saying I completely agree with. So was there something in particular that kind of hit you? Yes. Do you want to talk about it or no? I was like, I don't know if this is if I can say this, but um, <laughs> if you if you don't want to, don't do it. It's it's not anything crazy. I'm just I don't know how your channel is. Again, you can edit. Okay. Um, but I did um start taking my, my celibacy like really seriously at this point because I'm like, yeah, like this, that was something that I was struggling with at yeah, one yeah. point. So that was something that I'm like, dang, like you have to kill the flesh. Yep. Yep. No, I, I completely understand that. I feel this has definitely happened to me too, where I, I feel like there's different times in your life through Christianity mm -hmm. where different things are tested or, or um, maybe the same thing is tested in a different time. Yep. One thing that I was struggling with was the thought that if I sin again after, so after I would say like my, my eyes are open mm -hmm. and, and I'm, I'm filled with the spirit and, and I feel good and I feel powerful and I'm totally feeling like I'm, I'm in, like I'm understanding what God is saying to me mm -hmm. and I'm fully into it and I'm ready to go and I'm geared towards it. And I just want to, I want to give all glory to him and I want to go towards him. Um, you hit a, you hit a hiccup, you hit a hitch, you mess up, you mm -hmm. do something that you know is against him and it does not fulfill what it is that he had planned for you. And what I was having a hard time doing was understanding that just because I made a mistake doesn't mean that I'm out of God's, exactly. um, out of like that, that um communication with god and honestly that was such a hard thing to do because i battled with that too yeah i mm -hmm. i i'm like all right so i i was with god i i understood what my purpose was i was going towards that. i was walking with him and because i made that mistake now i feel like i'm lost and i feel like it's all over and i feel like i i, I did like i feel like because i had that strong understanding when i messed up i felt like i it was like almost over for me mm -hmm. and and because i and made that, that part is the devil exactly yep. and it took me months and months and months to understand that's not true exactly because that's the whole purpose of why jesus was walked this earth like that's the whole purpose because there's a difference between conviction and then guilt like guilt is completely from the devil like he wants you to feel like you completely backslid there's no coming back because that's how he feels it's projection mm. and conviction is just like a father like telling like you know you're not supposed to do this yep and you need to you know you need you need to tighten up but the devil's like you know what you're kicked out yep you're kicked out exactly <laughs> and someone said this and and it, it really like 
stuck hit home to me, mm-hmm. which was like, your sins are never more powerful than God, than yeah, God's exactly. power, than God's mm-hmm. glory. So like, if you made a mistake and you feel like you've you've gone too far, or um, there, to like there's down. no looking back, yeah. <laughs> You like to have such little faith, like you, you can't think that your mistakes are somehow superior, more powerful than what God's power is. Exactly. All right. So let's, we, we talked about clothing, mm-hmm. talk about your store. Where can we find you? You got, you got the soul <laughs> of nine. You got, so, yeah. What do you got? Okay. My Instagram is the soul and I underscore unlimited. Okay. That's the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Then my YouTube is just the soul of nine. And then do I have, Nope. I was like, yo, those are the only two. And then I did, which I haven't been posting on here a lot, but I did have a TikTok called, um, the words of nine, but I haven't posted on there in like okay. a long time. Okay. Um, so don't even worry about TikTok. You'll you'll see it eventually, but um yeah those are the two those are the two things. Okay, awesome. And I thank you so much for being on. I really do appreciate thank it. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you everybody for listening to the Finding Faith podcast. Uh, thank you now for being on here, uh, and I hope you all have a good one. See ya. <laughs>